Hello, g'day, and welcome back to The Process with Hon and Jono. We're very happy to have you with us. This week, we're super excited to show you our talk with artist Keely Shade. Keely is a Canadian-born New Zealand singer-songwriter based in Auckland. She has two degrees from the University of Auckland, one in fine arts and the other in music. She has worked in New Zealand media for a while as a designer, television editor, music video producer and musician. This year, she released her EP, Give Me Time, under the name Keely Shade. On that EP is her single, On My Mind, which she says integrates her folk roots with a love for lush and abstract pop production. Welcome, Keely. Yeah, Ooh. welcome, Keely. Hello. Great to have you on. Thanks so much for, for coming on with us. Oh, thank yeah. you for having me. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, Keely, you perform under the name Shade? Keely Shade, yeah. So Keely Shade? Shade's yeah. my middle name. Yeah. No yeah. way. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, nice. That's definitely an interesting middle name. Is there a story behind that, that or your parents is, just liked it? Um, so Keely came from the host of America's Most Wanted, who was Mike Brosnan's <laughs> oh. wife at the time, I think. <laughs> okay. And, mom, okay. And, and so her name was Keely Shea. And my mom was like, oh, I really like that, but I don't want the name of my daughter to be after exactly the host the of America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so she was thinking about that. She's like heavily pregnant. She goes to the fridge. And in the fridge is a block of butter called Shady Lane Butter. She's no like, Shade. So I'm named after oh, wow. butter. Nice. Yeah. Most like wanted butter. butter. Who doesn't want yeah. most <laughs> wanted butter is essentially butter. what my artist name is. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, man. Um, well, our first question, as always, on the process is, Keely, do you have a creative process? And if so, what is that process? I do. It's fairly consistent. Um, I'm someone who's very much about lyrics. Like okay. I won't like a song if it has bad lyrics. Right. And my whole life I've been really into writing and creative writing. Um, and so generally I'll start with that or just going through life. I'll just be writing down mm-hmm. thoughts I'm having and kind of whole phrases. And then at another point in time, I'll be thinking about, like a little melody in the shower or riff or something and try to pair them together. Fit that little mm. writing over it. Ah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Or just like have a little play on the guitar. But yeah, usually it's very kind of story first. Cool. So all of your songs tend to start with the lyrics and the melody coming together and then building it around there? Often, yeah. yeah. Right. I can tell. I mean, listening to your music, the the lyrics really take an up front, front seat and thrive in the song. It makes a lot of sense that you say that. Oh, well, that's good. Thanks. Yeah. One question. Um, so you said you won't listen to a song if it's got bad lyrics. I'm interested yeah, to know lyrics? what what's a bad lyric. You can give an example if you like, as long yeah. as it's not one we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a lot of stuff on the radio, I feel like the music might be there. It might be trying to do something mm-hmm. new, but it's just a regurgitation mm. right, of repetitive. lyrical devices and same motifs and same words right, and right, just, right. I find same that, themes as well yeah I find it uninteresting and it kind of ruins it for me because I'm like you're doing this for the sake of creating a product to sell rather than right. for the purpose of not expressing something to expressing people yourself. not for the art yeah. like I went to art school yeah. so I'm all about this I'm yeah. really like <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. needs a reason and yeah so um, how would you how would you say your lyrics are different to such a song uh I'm, I don't really write in terms of just saying things. I'm quite a visual writer. Um, 
like if you look at some of my songs, it's kind of like establishing a place, an object. It's definitely so painting a that, picture. Yeah, painting mm, an image mm, and mm. using those things to explain what's happening rather than just outright saying like, you hurt me and now I'm mad. <laughs> it's more like, yeah, yeah. this is where we were at this point in time when I was feeling this. Right. So in, in that sense, do your lyrics come from a place, like a kind of a picture? Do you have like that image in your mind and you start writing about it? Or do they come from a feeling which then kind of describes a place? Kind of both. Okay. Like often <laughs> everything I write about is from a personal experience. Uh-huh. And then sometimes that's kind of maybe warped in my head a bit of what that looks like. Um, sure. Or it comes from a play, like a feeling of a personal experience, but then the visual in my head of what that looks like changes to kind of be more relatable or something wow. slightly different to what it originally right. was. Sure. Just like taking yeah. some creative liberties, artistic yeah. twistings of it. Nice. You said you studied fine arts. So is that painting... Kind of uh, no, not to say. So they put you through kind of every medium. It's like a four-year degree. Oh, okay. So you go through photography, painting, um, critical wow. thinking, design, all like sculpture. Um, sure. And I was really drawn to painting, photography in college. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, yeah. Nice. yeah, and so my final honors year, I did kind of a combination of photography, sculpture, sound work. Um, nice. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Of all of those... Those few that you mentioned, well, this podcast is primarily about music, but we're very interested in other kind of art forms as well. Which of those non-audio ones are the most similar in their creative process to music, would you say? Oh, wow. Mm. Is there any crossover? Is there anything like that? Do you, do you work from a similar like starting point or is it a completely different arena? Because I, I have no experience with anything outside of right. music like really. I think in terms of just speaking generally about art practices, I feel Mm -hmm. like they must all have something very relatable to the process of music. Like they're not kind of separate in terms of how people approach them or why they do it. Um, I used to see them as very kind of separate things. Like my art, I was just fine to do and share, but music was something that was always really private. um, Sure. And harder to access, I guess. But then now I'm at a point where that's kind of flipped. And music feels more authentically me. And then my art is more kind of a business process. Right. Kind of right. Okay. okay. Things change over time. That's Could you describe like the business process? Well, I think it yeah. might just be the context of how I get to use it these days. Because I'm working, right. I like work from Warner Brothers as a television editor or I'm a designer right. for like cover arts and stuff. So it's more... Yeah. For a specific purpose rather than me expressing something. For a patient. There's an element of that, but like music is purely for me. True, true. There's nothing you're having to like follow or no one you're having to check it past. It's just all Keely Shade on the the air. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Interesting. Have you ever started any songs with melody or instrument and then built around that? Mm. For sure. I've been doing a lot of that at the moment, I think, because I've been quite stuck because... Stuck in lockdown or stuck musically? Well, both. (laughs) Um, I think because I got, with the EP, I got a lot out of me, what I needed to say. And now I'm at a point where I was like, I could just keep talking about that, but I want to do something new. And so starting from a lyrical point is much harder in that case. So I've been working a lot on Mm. Logic and trying to come up with guitar riffs and do new sounds and then add on to that. 
is your EP all kind of similarly themed in that way? Is it all about similar events? Yeah, so I kind of design it as like a concept EP all about kind of like my family nice. falling apart. I see. Um, and sort of written about my parents, but like from my experiences. Interesting. I, I didn't know that. That's that's super interesting. Um, yeah. We might get back into talking about your EP in a bit. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask just as a more base level kind of thing. Um, we know you were born in Canada, yes? Yes. And you came across here when you were a teen or were you younger than that? Uh, I was like eight. Okay. That's yeah. not a teen, but okay. As a <laughs> child, that's cool. Um, does that, do you think that Canadian culture and Kiwi culture kind of blend? Do you think it affects the way you write or express your art at I all? Actually, or do you think, yeah. I kind of think the opposite because I listen to a lot of North American and British music. And uh -huh. I think the way... New Zealanders, right, compared to that kind of group of people is quite different. For sure. The so music definitely yeah. sounds different. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's something Kiwis have that's different to something that Americans have. Yeah, yeah. it's sure. a different sound and I think different, yeah, general taste that the public has, whereas mm. I'm not as connected to that New Zealand right. sound, I think. Um, sure. So I'm sure that... Because also I grew up with my dad playing a lot of Eagles and Elton John, and very <laughs> yeah. American-based kind of acoustic gotcha. um, stuff. So I think that's influenced a lot. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Gilly, you work a lot in video and have like a bit of experience doing filming and editing music videos and other stuff. Is like the creative process behind like video making some of the music, or like, and like can you explain like the differences as well? Yeah, uh, I feel like it's similar. It's not the same. For me as the video producer as it would be for the musician but as mm -hmm. since I'm also a musician I'm able to understand what the client's kind of wanting out right. of the video and how to communicate with them in a way that they understand um and as someone who's working on video stuff for myself yeah. um yeah I kind of um creative process well, what's, what's the process like when you start a music video for someone or for yourself? Like what, what is the process that is behind kind of setting that up and making sure it happens? And right. how, how does creativity come through in that project? What is most important to me is getting to the core of what <clears throat> the song is about for that artist uh -huh. and then pulling out um, visual kind of cues in the song that we can then... Nice. Oh, yeah. put into visual representation on the screen right? Um, and kind of working out what they're most comfortable with doing and finding artists that they can kind of relate their product to and seeing what they've done right, right. to represent their brand. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's super interesting how the video goes with the music quite often. I mean, I mean I've seen really good music videos where it pairs quite well and really bad music videos where I think, well, I think it's all subjective, yeah. but <laughs> that I think don't work with the music at all. So it's interesting to hear how the the process behind that actually works where you, you're meant to be kind of taking the central idea of the song and, and making it visual, which is... Yeah, oh, totally. Some people are yeah. just like, oh, I have this cool idea. I saw this thing. And I'm like, that doesn't go how does that with what yeah. you're, you've created. <laughs> right. Like it's all well and good to do this cool thing visually, but if it doesn't tie into what you're trying to express... Sure. Don't do it. What else? Don't copy what other yeah. people are doing all the time. Yeah. 
I've met some people who like kind of write with like the music video in mind, so that like the lyrics will like be like a bit more visually descriptive. Have right. you tried anything like that? I mean, like write a song and think about what the music video is going to turn out no. before you finish the song. I don't. I actually find it so hard to do visuals for my own stuff. I realize, like for the EP, oh, yeah. it was so frustrating because for anyone else, I'm immediately like, oh, I know this is what this looks like, but I mm-hmm. couldn't for me because I'm too close to it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I didn't overthink it. But what would true. you do then? What, what what did you do in that situation? What did I do? Get some outside help or? Uh, I kind of just pushed through and just designed stuff anyway. And spent a lot of time and did lots of kind of draft versions. Um, But now I am working with someone else towards some video visuals for later in this year. Nice. For songs that are already out or new songs? Yes. Yeah. For songs from off the EP. Oh, very nice. Extending the story. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's That's the thing. A release can go for as long as you want it to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just keep, milking's not the right word, but keep milking that that music. <laughs> well, when you spent yeah, longer. when you spent two years on this product and yeah, only yeah. a select amount of people have experienced it, you want to keep pushing it out. Get the most right. out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. make more content. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. Who are some people that you've done music videos for? Because um, oh yeah, yeah. G- give them a shout slash slash like shout out your works. So people can go and watch yeah. it. Gosh, sure. Uh, so I think the first one was East of Queen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, that's, that's Kat Parsons <laughs> behind that project. I think she's just changed her name to Margot. She has. Oh, yes, she did. So yeah. look out for that. Um, I did for you had Montgomery on your we did podcast have recently. On, yeah. I did his latest video for Wasteland. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you did Odds and Ends, I believe. Did Odds and Ends, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've been working on one for someone else that hasn't been released yet, so I probably can't say that. Okay. Yeah, that was probably that my favourite one I've done yet. <laughs> okay. If you want to say it, we'll bleep it out. I quite enjoy doing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, for... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to be really annoyed that they don't know who that is. DM <laughs> Keely and ask her. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. <laughs> 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 oh, amazing. Speaking of collaboration with people like that, um, and, and do you collaborate much musically? Is there, because we've talked to people who don't collaborate much, who do collaborate much, what side of the fence are you on for that kind of thing? In terms of songwriting, I mm. don't, <laughs> because yeah. everything I do is from such a personal place to then try and share that and combine it with someone else's ideas then doesn't feel authentic to me. And it's just kind of frustrating. Mm. I have tried, but it just doesn't really work easily. Uh-huh. Um, musically, I have definitely on the EP um, had artists like James Fistinich and Max Earnshaw and George Manning of Montgomery uh-huh. um, do recording uh-huh. and some writing right. on it. Uh, oh, Angus some writing as, as well? well. Yeah, right, so Angus. James wrote some guitar parts. Okay. Um, Angus obviously did some magic on the drums. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But yeah. Awesome. That's great. Okay, cool. That's cool. I, I mean, I'm I'm kind of similar in terms of not really enjoying working with others too much on the music. I think it's from a different different place um, that I kind of do that, but I like working on it myself. I think I'm just a control freak potentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like this is a personal thing that I want to make and I, I do enjoy writing with people, but it's like a, I, I more enjoy writing for them. So right. kind of help them out with and like listen to what they're making and work on their ideas with them. Yeah, you bring your own same. idea, it can yeah. be good. Um, but yeah, no, I completely understand. I'm in the same boat. And I think some people there's probably like a bit of a bad rap for like, oh, you don't like collaborating, you know, good yeah. artists. But I, th- I think it's I think it's viable. Like it's it's 
Um, that's not the word I wanted, but yeah, it's, it's, it's valid legit. because yeah, valid. That's the it, word. Yeah, <laughs> it depends how you approach music. For some people, it's mm. like not not to like diminish it, but more of kind of a fun task or project with the goal of like completing it, and making something cool. The goal of making something other people. <laughs> yeah. No, Whereas for maybe sure. for us, it's like. Yeah, about personal. expressing something or yeah. trying to develop on your own abilities. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty, do you want to talk about the creative process behind On My Mind? Sure. Yeah, your single. Yeah. My single, single On My Mind. Um. Oh, gosh, where do I start with that? Um. Where'd the idea come from? Yeah, well, how did it start? What, what's the original oh, where origination did it start? of it? I actually started kind of like five years ago, I think. Whoa. It's gone through so oh. many versions. I think it's been like three or four different songs that I've been like, not nah, got to rework this, not <laughs> bored of this section. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. completely understandable. Uh, how, how similar is it now to its original state? Is it like completely 100% different or? The main guitar like chords i think are the base of what it started as but okay. in terms of like the overall song and structure everything most of it's new like all the lyrics are new wow um, okay it's hardly yeah. even the same song that's crazy yeah it's crazy um but i oh i love it so much I, it, it's kind of i wanted it to end like the ep to end on this because this is sort of the resolve of what the ep is about like right. it is yeah. a sad kind of story but there's like a piece at the end of it. And that kind of mm. comes from like, um, I love Joni Mitchell. And one of my favorite mm -hmm. quotes about songwriting from her is that you could write a song about some kind of emotional problem you're having, but it wouldn't be a good song until it went through like a period of sensitivity to a moment of clarity. And without that moment of clarity, um, it's just complaining. Oh, yeah. And so I try wow. to put that into everything that I write. Trying to like Olivia what... Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, just yeah. complaining. <laughs> It, Sorry. Yeah, for peeve. kind of a good example. <laughs> this, that you want to find like a moment of clarity, acceptance, or resolve in what you're trying to say. Um, so I yeah, think yeah. all my mind was that for me. Um, and it was basically like you've had this great experience with someone and they've added something to your life and then they've left for whatever reason. Um, but it changed you as a person and that changes how you interact with people going forward and how you view yourself. Yeah, um, this is something really we. Important. I think I think that's similar to something we talked about last season. And Han, you yeah. way more involved in this, but that story arc thing. Oh and yeah, and it's still more just as relevant the as ever, right? Hero's journey thing with old Joseph Campbell. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. going like, what is it? You, you explain it, Han. How, how does that go? Um, being in a place of comfort, right, and then going out on a journey, and then like encountering like um, difficulties and like, uh, find like finding like the answer, and, and then, then like. Returning going home. back home, having having returned, you know, having mm -hmm. learned something as well. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. like something. a yeah. yeah. So that sounds like a really good formula. So that's so that's yeah. the final like episode, not episode, song on that EP, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How can you tell us like in its final form, like where do those bits come from? We know that the 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 like the lyrical what the lyrical theme is, mm -hmm. um, but like was there any other like stuff in between getting to this point that you could talk about the process of? Yeah, I think I was also, I'm someone that doesn't lean into very much kind of the standard A, B, A, B, and now bridge and then final chord structure. <laughs> like sure. I like to tease <laughs> yeah, it out a little bit sense. more mm. and find interesting in-between sections because I know people who like write songs for the chorus 
and the purpose yeah. of writing is to make a great banger chorus. Me, I love <laughs> verses. Like I could write verses yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, and so, Interesting. yeah. It just I goes back to, to your lyrical stuff, though, doesn't it? Because exactly, that's such a lyrical yeah. part of the song. And so I wanted to make a feature of that and then these in-between instrumental moments, which are kind of a big feature of a lot of what I listen to. Um, yeah. And kind of, yeah, like the daughter, Bon Iver, Ben Howard kind of songwriting styles. Um, and then, so, yeah, it's kind of like verse, verse, interlude, verse. Oh, sorry. Yeah, interlude, chorus, verse, and then a, like a totally different bridge. And That's then, where the time signature change comes in? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's some interesting time. stuff in there. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. oh, I have a ha- the first course is actually half time, and then the last mm-hmm. course isn't. There's definitely stuff that moves around in the arrangement. Yeah. It yeah. keeps it really interesting. It's very it's flexible. Nice. Very interesting. It's so good. It's so cool. It's it's a very um, like wide like the stereo kind of sound stage is incredible. I mean, I hit play on it just then. It was really loud, but it was like just like your whole headphone like. Just your whole ears just fill up with the sound of it. It's crazy. Yeah, that um, was the goal, to just make it really thick. Did you work on it with – you said you worked on it with Max Earnshaw, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. and Luan Mikros. Luan did – we worked closely with him on the mixing okay. of it. Oh, yeah? Um, so I kind of just ha- – we did like a rough demo mix, me and Max, together. Mm-hmm. Um, with keep, me kind of like directing and him helping with me technical stuff. He did a lot right. on the drums, I think, as well. Um, and then, yeah, pass that to Luan Miko, who's amazing at mixing. Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, he mastered it as well. And then mm-hmm. from that, I kind of leapt off and was like, I want to mix the rest of the EP myself and see what I can do because I'm such a perfectionist and I had uh-huh. so many <laughs> just like details that I really needed to include that kind of were less pop and needed yeah. more kind of a oh. fine touch over like more of the folky elements. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah no, wow. So you did. So you so did the last, f- the the four songs on the EP, and then the last one was Luan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if you can like hear a difference in the focus of the mixes and stuff. Oh, don't listen for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a good way. I mean, in you, a good you way. You can. You can a bit. Um, I'll be totally honest, but I think that was a really good learning curve, and I do oh, like that 100%. each song is mixed for the song rather than to be blanketly yeah. perfect and across yeah, everything. Yeah, because there's there's such a story behind your writing. It makes sense that the mix needs to align with that. And if the mixing engineer, when often they don't care as much as you do, which is just no one, no one does really. No one does. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, in the nicest way, but like, yeah. So you want to have full control over that. It makes total sense. Um, there's actually some bits and pieces in on my mind that I wanted to ask about, and this is going to be really weird. To, <laughs> I've written it Go down on our, it. on our sheet here. There's a a hia, <laughs> like it happens like in the oh, verse, like, like a hia, yeah. yeah thing. Yeah. What is that, and how did you come up with that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's wait. I could probably pull it out of the song and the play it in that... the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the female, like high yeah, 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 big like spirit? flourish thing. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, that's actually a sample. Is it I you? Found. Oh, it's not. That's oh. the one that's not me. The other ones are. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I love that so much. And because for ages, I wasn't able to communicate to like Luana Max what I wanted in terms of all this production stuff. Uh-huh. And it didn't really make sense to them. But like, I love those kind of abstracty moments. <laughs> and then I was finally able to find those kind of things, those samples and learn how to make it. And it just completely wow. changed everything. Oh, wow. It's because there's always something happening in these songs. There's always something goes on there or there's a pad that comes in or it's like a harmony or yeah. you I can't see me, but in it. person I'm waving my hands around. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I wanted yeah. to treat it like lyric writing. 
like the uh, production. Okay. That makes sense. Mm. There's also, in on my mind, there's a brief bit at the end there where you have yourself talking in reverse. I'm assuming it's you. Yeah. There's some reverse lyrics in there. What was the creative process behind, like, what's the, I mean, I don't know, what's the purpose of that, but, like, what made you choose that? Because that's a super, like, interesting texture. Yeah, I actually love that question. Um, because the whole song is really a-linear in terms of where we are in time because it's okay. the whole, well, the EP is called Give Me Time. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing is looking back and looking forward at once. Um, okay. And this, on my mind in particular, was kind of about reflecting on that experience with someone that is no longer there and right. like grieving for that, but knowing that you're better off for having been through it and for the loss. Because um, uh-huh. like the lyric, yeah, I erased it, I erased it. And still you mm. throw it all away. And then mm. we come back into, we're doing this and here's the memory and blah, blah. But yeah. keeps coming, returning to oh, yesterday. We okay. were talking yesterday, blah, blah, blah. So the reverse part is kind of bringing you back to it's that It's just time. highlighting the temporality in the right. song. Oh, okay. So it's not just like, hey, that's a cool texture. We'll check yeah. it in. It's more of yeah. a, there is actually a. There is a purpose to it. Purpose behind that. Not that I assumed there wasn't, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. No, it's fair oh, to assume that. It's done a lot. Yeah, just throwing stuff nice. Because it's cool, but I mean, it's cool, cool as well. It's it's an amazing yeah. EP, and those songs are really beautiful to listen to. Like your voice and the the amount of work that's gone into the production there, you can really hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, it's excellent. Um, Han, do you want to head up our last question? Very well, <clears throat> Kelly. If you had the chance to work with any songwriter, living or dead, who would it be? Oh. <laughs> you can pick more that's than one if you like. <laughs> yeah, Bonavere. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And recently, Sam Fender. Because yeah. his, his writing is yeah. just so good. Who is that? Oh, you don't know Sam Fender. I don't know Sam Fender. Sorry. He's a UK artist. I'm so sorry. I don't know Sam Fender. He's a- <laughs> you nodded like I did. You did. This is what I do. <laughs> Why would you pick those artists? What, what is it about them that yeah. sticks out to you that you'd love to kind of work with? Uh, just Bonavere. Like, well, both of them really unique. Bonavere the kind of progression from like acoustic folk stuff to this really interesting production and way of writing that uh-huh. most people probably wouldn't understand. But if you take the time to just super profound and really interesting. Wow. And new. So it kind of aligns with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit in yeah. Sense. I think I take a lot of inspiration from that or try wow. to. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And they're both kind of that similar kind of vibe. Yeah. A bit different from each other, yeah. but mm. Same kind of goals, I think. Oh, nice. Good good choices. Cool. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you, guys. really enjoyed talking to, have to you. you. Yeah, indeed. We enjoyed talking about your songs and your process and genuinely a really like interesting and quite unique way of going about things. So we keep yeah. thinking we've heard them all, and but people just have so yeah. many different ways of creating. It's such a beautiful kind of thing, eh, Hon? Everyone's got their own thing. It's so good. It's so it's mm. it's been great to like hear hear everything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Um, thank you. Really appreciate it. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to the process with Hon yeah. and Jono. Um, we will see you next time. Bye Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow Keely on social media. Her Instagram is at keely.shade. And her Facebook is Keely Shade NZ. If you want to follow us, you can find us at theprocess.nz on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks. Have a great day.